Welcome to No Boring Kids, the newsletter and podcast for parents that want to make the future a little more interesting. It's written and produced by me, Adam Kershaw. I'm a children's author, publisher, and father to three young kids in Australia. This is the audio edition of No Boring Kids number five. I don't know how you do it. It's a funny thing. I dropped in to see my parents the other day and had a chance encounter with a fellow dad in the elevator as we headed down to the parking garage. He looked frazzled, but still managed to eke out a polite hello, followed by a long, weary sigh. He paused and stared out into the void. I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Taking these out is basically recreation, he confessed, gesturing to the rubbish bags in his hands. I shared a knowing smile and a simple, I've been there, as the lift doors opened to the garage. But as I got into my car, I wondered if there was something better I could have said to this guy, a comfort I could offer. As a fellow parent, shouldn't I have a magic phrase ready to ease his burden? These encounters became a staple after our twin girls were born. I don't know how you do it, echoed through my ears so frequently that I'd mumble a token response and wave it off. Every so often though, a voice stood out. I have twins too, they would say. And for a brief moment, a kinship formed. Then, without fail, they tell me it gets easier as they get older. And older almost always meant when they were 10 or 12 or even 18 years old. I'd leave those encounters as I'd entered them. Free falling through the vortex, unsure about where I would land and terrified about when, if ever, it might end. I'd like to believe that I've been there, offered a ray of hope to this man. After all, I was alone in that lift with no attachments, no rubbish bags, no groceries, no kids in tow. But if he's anything like me, as he deposited that rubbish into the dumpster, he was thinking to himself, no, you haven't. The Lone Survivor. My wife has been traveling a lot for work lately. It's usually for a week, sometimes a little longer. And outside of some assistance with pickups and drop-offs, I'm entirely solo with the kids. It's intense. And to manage it, I end up in a weird bubble where I'm completely immersed in their lives and detached from whatever existence I had before. Other parents will say to me, I don't know how you do it. And I get bewildered by what it actually is. Just like with the twins, there's no comfort in those words. Whether it's said in admiration or ridicule, only the immediate need to endure prevails. It doesn't seem like anything special, so why celebrate it? But when my wife returns, and normality with it, I'm proud of how we come through at the other end. It doesn't feel like we escape from oblivion. We've actually done more than endure. We've progressed. And we've done it by confronting the harshest reality of them all. That life marches on no matter what. We are survivors. The conditions are never ideal. In Hong Kong, we had a full-time helper who supported my wife and cared for our infant son once she returned to work just eight weeks after giving birth. We could never get comfortable with it, despite it being the norm in Hong Kong. And there was this strange guilt about our son's upbringing being so far removed from our own that we just couldn't reconcile. 
we returned to Australia and immediately placed him in daycare. That felt comfortable. When the girls were born, I had eight weeks of paternity leave. I don't remember a single moment from that period, but I remember returning to work and my face buzzing the whole first week as my body readapted to normal human interactions. My wife went back to work shortly after and we hired a full-time nanny to support us. Again, we were racked with guilt, so we moved states to be closer to family and reduce our reliance on outside help. During the short stints alone with the kids, every second is passing at half speed. The margin for error is enormous and the consequences of any mistake feel dire. They get everything from me all at once, a bizarre amalgamation of father and individual that they're otherwise not exposed to. That comes with its own brand of guilt. Parenting, it seems, thrives in this space between ideal conditions and the reality of circumstances. We grapple with decisions that reflect our values and instincts. From the full-time helper culture in Hong Kong to the daycare routine in Australia, each choice carries its own blend of guilt and comfort. Our own extraordinary circumstances remind us that there's no universal formula, no flawless script. The best we can hope for during the freefall is to manoeuvre ourselves into a controlled descent. So maybe there is comfort to offer, something that can ease the burden of a fellow parent just before those elevator doors open. We can say, you're better for it. And if they're anything like me, as they deposit that rubbish into the dumpster, they'll think to themselves, hmm, I am. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the audio edition. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this newsletter at noboringkids at gmail.com. And please subscribe if you haven't already to receive the next edition straight to your inbox or podcast feed. Until then, keep it interesting. Interesting.